welcome to It Never Happened. I'm your girl, Arlene Shante, and thank you for tuning in this Sunday, April 12th, 2020. And today we're going to be talking about a array of things. I have a guest speaker who is amazing, amazing. My friend who I call Yoda, Mr. Ryan Savage, a.k.a. Uh, 45 Black, will be joining us later on today. But I wanted to talk about a few things leading into our episode before I dial him in. So, you know, we're dealing with so much right now as a race um, worldwide. And I know at this time, we're probably all exhausted, morally fatigued. Every small decision feels like it's carrying the weight of life and death on us and it's it's starting to take a toll you know and in what what now and what is happening right now feels like a different lifetime most of us went through life um our, to our from our day-to-day just doing regular stuff and stuff that we knew as our normal norm we went about our day making sense of low impact decisions and not thinking twice about what we did or how we did them. We all once had, without even thinking about it, any concerns of what we ate, how we ate, who we ate with, where we went. We got each morning cooking our breakfast, probably bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches from you know our daily carts, maybe outside of our workplaces with our friends, lunch you know with our best friends getting up going and getting mimosas eating at our favorite restaurants breakfast whatever maybe even took quick road trips to see other family members or friends like a vacay vacay you know girls night uh, vacation girls out you know maybe even met up with a couple of friends and small bars or club scenes for birthday parties celebrations all kind of stuff like that that's what we did that was what we did we had no worries or concerns about what we do now. Where are we going to get paper towels? Where are we going to get our toilet paper from? Wipe our behinds, hand sanitizer, which I'm still having problems with right now. I need some dang toilet tissue to, for my family to wipe their tail. And I'm wondering whether I'm going to get out there in time and beat the rush just to find it. It's craziness. Something I probably would have never, ever thought of until right now, these last couple months pretty serious guys times we all miss we've had so many times i'm pretty sure a lot of people in the house just missing just missing friends missing students missing family missing just missing missing about right now because of all this stuff called covid19 coronavirus rogo whatever you want to call it as we talked about before but now it looks like it's been a while taken it's been months and many of uh, us many of you are probably confused about the many unhelpful press conferences that they have given out consistently day to day every day every couple hours on the news that's what we're seeing and it seems like we are now more hopeful and familiar with the concept of public health and having to access our own actions in terms of how we could impact the rest of the population, our families, in our own personal lives day to day. We have been faced with a lot 
of the same decisions from our pre-corona lives. You know, this is, this is going into a new thing. Except right now, even the most mundane activities have turned into moral dilemmas for us. We are sitting on decisions of should we visit sick family members? Should we order delivery? Should we take public transit or get where we need to go because our cars might be working, but we still have to get to work for some of us? Should we take a trip to the grocery store? Are you going to sneeze, breathe on me, come near me, touch me? You might have it. Do you have it? The mental dilemma, the mental stress, it's a lot. We all now have to think through the potential implications of many of our totally normal or what we thought was normal everyday actions and decisions in a way we never had to before why because of how they affect others and their lives going forward we are all just exhausted i know you're exhausted probably emotionally broke down about right now because it's just building up on you We are operating as a country that was all types of things, all types of situations and and day-to-day things going on, but burnt out. We were never just burnt out before this all started. The past few months, our world, our cultures have shifted. They have made us all reevaluate our norms in ways we never imagined. For many of us, our business have become our homes. At least for those of us who still have a job or some form of business. Some of us are just unemployed. But it's not too late to start a business out of your home. Don't give up on anything. It's all possible. But as of right now, we have we just don't have a clear endpoint to this new way of life that we are living right now nor do we have an existing roadmap to how to navigate through this thing we can't navigate through this situation right now there's no idea we don't have a clue we are under physical and social distance restraints locked in caged down time stamps for curfews We are not used to all this, people. I get it. This is not what we are used to. It is a clear wake-up call for the world, for the U.S., for the nation. We must wake up and stop sleeping on our personal issues, our potential, things going on in our own lives, things that we might have missed out on because we were working. We were too busy for our family. We were too busy for our kids. We were too busy for our husbands, our wives, whatever it was missing we need to open our eyes right now and figure it out because it is a wake-up call for the nation i challenge you to find the change for yourself for your families for humanity in you and the people around you the nation the world your communities society period this is the time do not give up on yourself or anything else around you in your circle keep peace faith hope and love alive 
the storm will pass, people, and we will survive this with all the things that I just said. Be strong. And as I said, I do have a guest. We will be introducing at this time Mr. Ryan Savage, aka 45 Black on from Spotify, has his own podcast. I call him my Yoda. His real name is Terrence, and he's an amazing man who has his own podcast of his own. So check him out. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the cast. I will be dialing him at this time. Enjoy and have a blessed day. What's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> Can you hear me good now? Yeah, you're fine. That thing was taking forever, man. For those who don't know, I have already introduced him before to this. I have my Yoda, my friend, Ryan Savage, a.k.a. 45 Black on the line. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I had did this long introduction prior to calling you, and it took forever to get you on the line, but I am so blessed and happy to have you on here. Please tell the audience something about yourself. Um, well, it's not a lot to tell. I mean... I'm new to the podcast thing. I'm trying to make a name for myself, I'm trying to reach out to people and, uh, you know, get them interested in, you know, current events more or less. Um, I mean, for the most part, I'm just a regular guy. I mean, like I said, there's not a whole lot to tell. Yeah, but you've been through some things yourself. As you know, my, my audience is more geared towards, you know, people who have been through something. Right now, the community, the world, our society is going through, I think, one of the biggest traumas. I think that can happen because it's not just individualized right now. It's more or less everyone. This thing has affected everyone. And for those who don't know, I'm talking about COVID-19, the Rona, whatever you want to call it. It is affecting us big time. What do yep. you think? It sure is. Um, I, in the beginning, I kind of like um, didn't take it as serious, and and to some degree, I'm I'm still not on board all the way. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're losing, you know, losing people daily, but you know, what brings on the the stress factor more so is what the media puts out and how they present it to us. It's like you know they. I, I think you know the media is just like anybody else. It's, it's a form. It's actually a form of entertainment, and yeah. you know they try to get ratings. You know, just like any other anything else in the industry. So you know, the more they convince people to watch their station, the mm-hmm. better the ratings are. So if they give you, you know, tragic, traumatic news, you know, it's it's gonna make you tune in every every chance you get to see what's next, right? You know, so you know, I think they they throw out there a lot of panic, you know, throughout the country, or actually throughout the world, mm-hmm. to make it really worse than it really is. I mean, death is death is as bad as it can get. That's true enough, but all the other stuff on the on on the outer edges and stuff, yeah, you know. I listen to it and it's like every day they add to the list. You know, you you know, when they first initially gave out, you know, symptoms and who would be affected, you know, some people were worried, some weren't because they didn't fall into that category. Right. Now it's like everybody's in the category. 
even animals. I agree. You know, so nobody's safe. No one's kids. And I heard about the tiger in the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Exactly. So nobody's safe. And, you know, it really surprised me when the news came out. Did you hear what they were saying about at first they were talking about it was the Asians. Now they're trying to say more the African Americans that are being um, yes. attacked by this than anything. And I was very shocked by that because at first yes. it was like, no, nah, African Americans weren't even being touched. Right, because when it when it, it you know initially was released, you know they were like, if you have a certain blood type, if you have a, you know an underlying issue, you know from the past whatnot you know, diabetes, asthma, so forth, so on. You then you're if you catch the virus, then they're not looking for you to survive. So all right, everybody took a breath, like, okay, all right, it's not me. Now African Americans are targeted. I think it's causing more of a panic because I heard I have friends that have been working the lines down there. Um as you I'm not sure if you know that CVS is doing a um, screening down at Georgia Tech in the parking deck there. And you just have to sign up through their website. And I have a couple of police officer friends, you know, that I worked with and to include my husband who has been working this, you know, and the lines are, are, are ridiculous. And people are spazzing out when they find out that they are being diagnosed positive. Are, were you aware of that? Because I heard it's just bananas down there. I, I was not. I didn't know yes. this. Yes, there is now the lines are getting, they start off maybe a few couple hundred. And now I heard that the line is, is spazzing into like thousands of people actually showing up down there to be tested on a daily basis. And um, yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. And I know um, a friend of mine, she lives in New York. She's in Rochester, actually. And um, she was telling me that well, let me back up. I, 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 I jumped ahead of myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay. My um, my ex-wife told me about one of her friends was offered $7,000 a week to fly to New York to help out. Oh. Yeah, wow. 7000 a week. She's a nurse? Yeah, she's an RN. And mm. I was, you know, listening to her and I was like, you know, okay. They're going to give her $7,000 a week to actually go on the front lines with this this virus. Risk her life. Yeah, put her life on the line as well. Now, who's to say to keep paying her that $7,000 a week that she doesn't come down with virus? And then she's, you know, isolated. And all of a sudden, she expires. Possibly can't even collect on that money. Exactly. You know, so you know, it's like they're they're taunting you. They're putting a carrot in front of you to make you bite. You know, they're like, "Well, if I talk about cash, then people will respond." But you know, we have to think about our lives are more important than money. Yeah, but I was just talking about prior to you as you're in, as in part of the announcement. Is that I think the people, their morale is fatigued. The, their people are in physical exhaustion and mental exhaustion right now. And they're trying to figure out how to survive and how to still feed their families and what to do at this point. You know, their their norm has changed right now. You know, so, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, we're going to be affected 
for a long time. We're, our norm is not going to be the norm for a long time. You know, it's a matter of adjusting to the situation as it comes, you know, to you. It's like, because you can't prepare for something that you can't see. Exactly. You know, so it's like we have to prepare for, you know, this, how we want to address it and attack it as they give it to us. What we know. Yeah. I say what we know right now. Yeah, it's like just whatever information they, you know, stack onto that list, that's what we have to address. We have to like, okay, we have to mark this one off. Now we got to mark this one off. Oh, they just added this, this, and this. So now we got to worry about this and then this. So it's like just a never-ending cycle. And it will wear you down. I mean, it's stress, you know, and stress alone will kill you. Yes, yes. I talked about in my last episode, I was trying to give ideas on my last episode of how to try to get past that and what to, you know, look at and just try to adjust to the norms and think about ways that you could keep your mind off it. Even if you just have to take a break from the media for a minute, you know, there's things that you need to do to keep yourself sane. Exactly. And just like the uh, the cast I did last week, you know, like I, you know, in the intro, I was like, this is something totally different. It's, you know, it's away from what we've been talking about for the past month or so, you know, and I mm-hmm. just played music, soothing jazz. That's it. Yes. Sit back, clear your mind, just release all that stress, you know. Just start your start your week out on a positive, you know. And I mean, it's, it's every bit helps, you know. I'm yes. Not to, I'm not trying to save the world, which I could, but you know, every little bit that I put out there, it will help. You know, everything that you put out there, it will help. Everything that I listen yes. to put out there, it will help. You know, and before long, you know, we we broken ground you know so that's how we have to go, go at this thing you know like, like they say how do you yeah. eat an elephant one bite at a time that's what we have to do do this thing like we're eating an elephant one bite at a time and how do you when I say like this how do you sweeten lemons and make something so delicious as lemonade you add that sugar find that sweetness in each day find that sweetness in each situation Help yourself turn lemons into lemonade, people. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's like we're tired of drinking bitter lemonade. We need to sweeten this thing up so we can enjoy it. <laughs> yes. Because that's that's just where we are. You know, it's like somewhere someone is, you know, you know, thriving from the turmoil that is being created in our world. You know. And that's my concern, Savage, is I was trying to fig- figure out how can we motivate our, our survivors. So our people who are fighting this thing right now, you know, people are going through survivor's remorse. I mean, you know, they got people dying in their family. They got people. How do we and then they find out they're catching it. What what do you say to that? How can we encourage and sweeten that deal for them? Uh, just make them think that I think they just need to find they need some inspiration and encouragement right now you know it's something that you know I think that a lot of us have gotten away from you know we probably need to revert back to it 
is just to pray. And I mean, that's that's about all we can really do. Because I was talking to uh, a relative of mine not too long ago, and she was telling me it's like, you know, what we're going through right right now is that God has gotten tired of what we're doing. You know, oh, and yes. he has put his hands on us to make us see our mistakes. You know, this is Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. Oh, Jesus, yes. You know, oh, gosh. And it's like, when you talk about prayer, just just, just prayer. We're not, we're not even talking about religion, but you talk about prayer and people go crazy. It's just open conversation with you and the yeah. universe. I mean, even if you don't have to believe to me, you don't have to believe in if that's up to you, whether it's your God, your your Muhammad, your whoever, your Elijah, your whatever you are, Buddha, your whatever right. it is, it's time to really go deep into right. your faith. Whoever, whoever it is that you pray would, to. Pray to. Yes. You know, and it doesn't have to be on an open forum. It doesn't have to be in the church. It can be in your dwelling. And church doesn't have to have a biz a building. I've said that before. It doesn't have to churches wherever you make it. You could be standing on the street corner. You could be standing in front of a building that you could be that ain't even a church. I mean, you could be anywhere in your bedroom. Church is where right. you make it. Because just like we were talking about last week, um, you know, I tell you how my mom told me that Christ is everywhere. Amen. You know? Yes, it's not just on Sundays it's, it's everywhere you know and, Every day. and the best way to, to tackle this thing is for us to get out of our own way and let him yes. do his work yes prior to right before I talked to you um, Savage I was telling the I was challenging my audience to find the change for themselves and for their families and for humanity in itself I told them you know, don't give up on yourself or anything or anyone. You know, I was challenging them to keep their peace, their faith, their hope and love alive right this time. And, and I told them that the storm will pass and we will survive this thing. But to be strong yeah. about it, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. because, you know, we are just, you know, we're, we're, we're flesh. That's it. You know, yeah. and we truly have no control over you know what is happening you know when the time comes you know everything will subside you know we treat it as you know like I said before we've gotten away from our faith and we look to each other as humans that we have the answers we don't we don't we don't have the answers you know the path that we're supposed to take is given to us. We don't choose the path. The path is already chosen. Yes. You know, and, and, and as soon as we realize that and apply that, then we'll make it. You know, so that's how I have to look at it. You know, I don't want to get into, into a sermon or nothing. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a minister or anything, but I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. 
nor am I, but I will call myself a disciple. And I think you should do the same. If you're out here trying to spread positive energy and you are trying to help the community, please know that you are considered a disciple. If you're out there doing what you do for the, in the name of positivity, energy, and the Lord, you are, can be considered a disciple, whether you know it or not. You're, right. you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You know, and I, I, I've noticed that, you know, when people are really struggling and they don't see a way out, who they call on first? God. Mm, why don't realize it? Right. But well, y'all go back home. Gotta take him back have home. To, why do you have to be going through <laughs> something tragic to ask for his help? You know? It's the way mundane people think. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's just you know, and I I know uh, it may be some some pushback coming from you know what I'm saying. I don't care. I don't care. No. <laughs> pushback all you want. I don't care. You know, because like you know, like I said, it's like I have not allowed stress to take over me and to make myself sick thinking about everything that's happening you know if you think about something too much you own it you know you make yourself sick worrying about getting sick <laughs> so yes, yes let's not worry about getting sick let's just like you know worry yeah, about how to exactly. live how to survive this thing things that we can put in place you know and if you're worried about money people one thing i've known is you know you put on that mask you put on your gloves there are still people hiring i had a girlfriend the other day she has a business right here in conyers um she worked, she's the manager at uh advanced auto parts and she was like on um she was on a leadership call with my pastor and i happened to walk in and i heard her say pastor if you know anybody who needs a job i'm hiring right now there's several businesses that are still hiring people you know, don't give up on just because you're used to having this high-end job, this high-end this, and you know that you're out here struggling and need money, and you need more than, than, than you know, I think my daughter, unemployment will give you, then don't give up on yourself. Just do what you have to. This is the new norm right now to take care of your family. Yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we get stuck in this, you know, this rut. And it's like, yeah, I, I gotta have X amount of thousands to function. You know, there are people on the streets no. who don't have a dime to their name and they still survive. Amen. They are. You know, so uh, they adapt anyway, to their new you know, norm just as we do. We stop trying to be so right? bougie. Because it's like, <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, we're all one paycheck away from being without. When they least realize they have more than what they know that they can literally survive off yes. of. And they depend on, you know, what they're used to getting. You know, it's like if you minimize, you know, your lavish love lifestyle, you'll probably be richer. You know, because mm -hmm. Every, every paycheck shouldn't be a pair of Jordans or 80-inch television or some $3,000 yes. rims. Or getting, for the women, 
constantly having this hair down your back that costs more than your dang your dang accessories in your house is ridiculous between that and getting your eyelashes and your nails done and your feet done right now you ain't able to have that but you're let still existing it should be let showing these horses, let these horses keep their tails <laughs> There's this other people's hair that yeah. can't get it cut off and shipped to you right now in China right. and places Soon's, of that nature. Right. Mongolia. <laughs> We're going to flood China to get hair. But I want people to understand, you women out there, you are beautiful just as, and if nothing else, you should be realizing that right now because you don't have what you need. You don't have the stuff that you would like to have to look like another person. Look at yourself in the mirror. I challenge you, look at yourself in the mirror right now. See, just as beautiful as you are without all that stuff. You are uniquely beautiful without all that stuff that you cannot get your hands on right now. The beauty supply stores, let me tell you, I'm not sure if you know, Black. Um, my sister was standing in line the other day. They're, the beauty supply stores did open up. They're only allowing 10 people in at a time. We're sitting there giving them all this money. We're trying to find, the line was down the sidewalk. For what? For what? How many people are you going to go see? You about to go to a party right now? Is it really necessary? Exactly. Yeah, you're going to go on there and spend money that you supposedly don't have because you're waiting on the stimulus check and you're going to buy this expensive hair and pay somebody good money to put it in and sit at home. They send it back to their people to recover and recoup their stuff when we struggling alone right now. I'm finding it hard. I was telling my people, I'm, I'm almost out of toilet paper and every time I go in the store, if I ain't getting up early enough to get it, there is none really is it that come on i can't find paper towels and toilet tissue shelves empty when i go in the store and people gonna tell me whether well, you need to get up early and catch it first thing in the morning well they don't gave that to the older people to go in first thing in the morning so you're still gonna be waiting for it so you're gonna tell me you're gonna bum rush the stores to get that it's okay i'm gonna get it but i'm gonna yes. make a way I i'm really gonna make would it. like to meet the individual that told people to go out and take you know buy all the toilet paper <laughs> I, I do. I, I mean, I, I, I would think that we as humans would think beyond that. Um, toilet paper is not, you know, a non-perishable item that will keep you alive. You can't eat it. <laughs> you know, you, you can't. You you yeah, definitely can't, can't get fight. it wet because then you can't use it at all. So I mean, go back in the days. Way before when when God first created, they were, and the Adam even when they was right. using leaves and stuff and things out and off the land to wipe right. their behinds with. So we're so worried about the toilet tissue, the man-made stuff. You got washcloths and towels and wash and dry your behind in the shower. Do what you need. I know it ain't the, the best solution, but and that's what I'm sure. If I can't find it, that's what I'm going to. I'm just being before, real, people. You know, Pampers and Huggies hit the line. Babies wore cloth diapers. <laughs> Yes, they did. And us parents was out there scrubbing right. them dang things in the sink, washing them, throwing them in the washing machine, and then putting them right back on Doing them once they were clean. To do to survive. <laughs> you know, people don't know how to survive. They don't know Get outside yourself. They know how to survive. Black, they just don't I, want to. I, I, I hope that's the case. You know, I do. They have totally given up, and they feel that they need to hoard toilet paper to to continue to exist. We're in we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in a lot of trouble. Big trouble. 
because this thing ain't going away no time soon. Let's just keep right. it real with I, ourselves. I, I remember, like, you know, many times, you know, I'd be in places, you know, being in the military and stuff, I'd be in places for months at a time with, you know, not much more than a sheet of paper worth of toilet paper. And I, and I made it work. Mm. You know, we made it work. My team made it work. You know, you guys, right. you know, I won't say not you, but you know, society today is like, if I don't have 10,000 rolls of toilet paper, you know, stashed in my basement, I might as well just shrivel up and die. I don't know what to do. I'm like, if that's the way you think, then maybe you should. Because <laughs> that's crazy. You know, in the winter months here, down here in the south, you know, we get ice on the ground. Everybody runs out and they buy eggs, milk, and bread. And then the power goes out. Like, that milk is about to spoil. You know, unless you're using gas, you can't cook. So what are you going to do? Mm. Yeah. Tell them, buy goods, <laughs> you know, some beans and stuff, you know. You know, you don't have to eat like you're feasting, you know, you're eating to survive, you know. It doesn't have to taste like, you know, it's coming from a five-star restaurant. I mean, you know, let's get a clue, people. You know, let's, let's meet this thing head on, you know. You know, stop laying on your back, get ran over by it. Like I told them, wake up. It is definitely a time for us all to wake up as a nation, as a world, as a community, as a people, all together. Right. Just wake up. Stop sleeping on your personal issues and the things right. around you. If I could get the same amount of people that go to the club every week to attend PTA meetings, hey. Mm. <laughs> We're, 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 we're making some headway right there because like you know I, I get so tired of hearing parents you know dog teachers for not you know what they think you know not providing the proper education to the you know to the children and stuff well you know let me ask you what what when was the last PTA meeting that you attended you know you know, I gotta go to work. Yeah. You know, come on, you know all I'm the excuses. I gotta I'm go tired. to work. Somebody gotta feed the family. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to be in the club before eleven. You know, to get in for free. Yeah, but it was on Wednesday night, saying you gotta work the next day. You know, then mm. after work, you know, your kid has a PTA. You know, has a PTA meeting, but you're not gone. Hmm. I'm sorry. I hear all kind of excuses and none of it though is going to help the mental health and awareness of our children and help them because I'm pretty sure right now they're getting hopefully they're getting the attention they need. This is what they've been needing though. They need the parents around somewhat. They need to be educated on stuff. Real life stuff. You know, parents like that's what we we pay you to do. You're you're supposed to teach our children. Not us. That's not our (laughs) job. no matter what, they still need us. Husbands, your wives need you. Wives, your husbands need your chi- um, parents together. And until whether you're a single parent or two parents together, your children right. need you. Exactly. You know, 
Yeah. They don't care. Some of them don't care about all the money in the world that we're making. They want your attention. They want your right. love and your affection. And that goes for yeah, everyone. Your love is not an iPad. You know, the, the latest iPhone. Or TV. Yeah. Latest that's, laptop. That's love, you know. Latest Jordan, the gifts. Yeah. No. That's why we have so many of our children, a pill popping, drug using, mm-hmm. drinking alcohol, because and, and same for husbands and wives. They're doing it to kill the pain. Suicide. And we're pointing the finger at somebody else. It's never our fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Well, it's the pain that they're trying to dismiss. They're trying to get rid of what they don't have. They're begging and crying for help and we don't see it as a people as a people as a community as a nation what I need you to understand is that all we all want is love love without love we are nothing everything else does not matter it's just a gift it's a gift my daughter is 24 years old and I always remind her like if you ever need me for anything I'm coming. I don't care what time it is. I don't care where I am. If you need me, I am coming. You know? Mm. So, she has somebody. There's a lot of kids out there today. They have no one. They have a family, but they have no one. In that. But what I need them to realize, too, is that it doesn't take blood to have family. Anyone who steps in your life and shows you the care and the nurture and the needs that you have, please understand that, yes, you might be missing something, but there's someone right there that you can now call family that is trying to show you and give you that love and affection that you need. Accept it. Accept it and understand that yes, you're missing and lacking it from somewhere that you might feel that you need it and that you're trying to figure out why you didn't get it and why that person might have left you or why that person isn't there. But please know that the Most High is sending you what you need and I need you to open your eyes and see it. Yeah, you are so right. You are so right. You know, um, Love doesn't have nope. to be bloodline. Care and affection... And nurturing does not have to be bloodline. Dinner together every day. You know, sit around the table and tell each other about your day. How you how you doing? Yeah. Just how you doing? How you feeling? Are you okay? You good? What are you feeling right now? Those type of conversations are needed back around the tables. Right. And 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 back in our kids, teenagers. It goes both ways. You know, ask your parents, how was your day? You know? Yeah, because you never know. You never know what somebody's going through or what their day was like. And they don't mean to bring it home, but it's a breakdown. Sometimes you just need that release for somebody to act like they care because you'd be feeling like no one cares. So when they come in the door and you see it's like, you good? Then it's a release because it's like, oh, shoot, right. somebody actually yeah. does Skill care. down by somebody other than yourself. Stop being selfish. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's not hard. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. You know, not at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. 
and you know we talked about bullying and you know as I grew up you know we we bullied each other I mean we didn't just have one individual we picked on all the time it's like we all got picked on equally and that's just how how it went but it made us stronger you know we can handle it we can deal with it you know nowadays it's like yes if someone says something to you in a fashion that you don't that you don't like you gotta go to therapy you're on medication you gotta change schools yeah yeah all that Fight, stuff flight shut down depressed you wanna leave your room contemplate suicide some even commit suicide you know, come on now, man up. You know, you, you want to you want to be a goon. You know, you want to be you know Billy Badass as we call it, but you can't t- handle somebody talking talking junk to you. But I really believe, um, like that, it's more than that. It's just a it's it's a buildup of things. So that's just is the like the icing on on top of the cake or the the sprinkles or whipped cream on top of the ice cream. It's like so you get the buildup and then now that comes and they just break down. So I think it's more or less that we need to realize and open our eyes to seeing that so that we could so we could start cutting down that that buildup so it doesn't get to that point of what you're talking about right now. People really need to just open their eyes and see that there's somebody else, like you said, love and see something other than yourself, care about something more than yourself, and they'll see this. You'll see the hurt and pain that somebody else is going through, and you'll be able to cut some of that down by acting like you care, not acting, but actually caring about somebody else other than yourself. Stop running to grab a gun every time somebody pisses you off. No, it's not a video game. Yes. You know, they don't get no, back up. They don't get back ass up. Does go to prison. You know, I, I, shouldn't, I said that yes. wrong. My grandma was all screwed up on that one. You know, you do go to prison. Yeah, you will <laughs> go to sure prison. They got you know, it. And you will be there for the rest of your life. You know, so you know, stop running the guns because like, fight. Do you know how to fight? I mean. You know, we grew up, we would fight. We'd fight our neighbors, we'd fight our cousins, we'd fight our brothers and sisters. And, right, and get over it. At least I so. And when we grew up, we'd talk about it and laugh about the the fight we got into that was laugh about it. over nothing. Yep. Yeah. But we survived right. another day and no one went to today, jail for it. They want to fight in the food court at the mall. You know, they want to they shoot people in, in crowded locations. Not knowing their ass from a hole in the ground and just randomly throwing out bullets. And it's usually the innocent bystander. I'm so sorry I had some interruption consistently and I should have put my phone on do not disturb and it comes as I apologize to everyone and including my guests um but yes let's continue I so I was agreeing at the point I was listening to what you were saying and um it's just so true and and I'm apologize so please continue yeah and you know I was just saying it's like you know you want to like do you know, 
kill someone over simple things you know something that that you can get over you know a friend of mine uh, one of my um, masonic brothers he uh he lost his son Mm -hmm. he was 15 over a young lady Mm. you know it was an issue you know apparently you know there's another guy involved whatever whatever so my friend's son left with his buddy they left went and got a gun came back and he ended up dying that was not his intention I know it wasn't his intention he came back I guess to stake his claim Right. And ended up being killed at 15. Jesus. You know, young boys up, up at Lennox Mall shooting in the food court over shoes. Yeah, I Dude. heard about that. My kids are like, is this really, is Lennox really becoming the ghetto? Like, it's like, what is going and on? It's, and it's not the mall. It's not the mall. But that's the perception of the people. It's the people that attend the mall. You know, it's the people that come up in there with their pants to their knees. You know, I mean, come on, people. Use your brains for something other than a hat rack. It, it makes no sense to me. Now you're sitting on where you can't even go there. I mean, right now, you know what I'm saying? That's not a necessity. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're behind, at home. You're on lockdown. So what you going to do now? Right, exactly. Now? You know, it's like, all right, you caused all this chaos throughout your years in high school and now you're out on your own and someone gives you a job application to fill out you can't even fill it out you can't read (laughs) you know and then it's like the system is blamed because you can't read you know you want to live in the streets hey you live hard, you die fast. Mm-mm-mm. That's what they say. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. Was that according for Tupac? Yeah, hey, look, <laughs> I say it all the time. It ain't no fun when the rapper got the gun. <laughs> so, you know, wise up. Wise up, young men and young ladies. Wise up. You know, young, la- young ladies out in public fighting each other. You know, and other people are videoing and putting on YouTube, World Star, all that stuff. You know, they should change that. If you record it and we seize your device and that that fight or whatever's on it, you're going to jail. You know, unless you turn unless you turn evidence, because I have found that they've been doing stuff like that too. Unless you using it for the purpose of the good to turn it in. A lot of people don't know that because when I was a police officer, um, unless you use it for to turn it in, or you could be charged with it. Now, if you're doing it to turn it in and turn evidence, um, then that's something a little different than actually using it and then putting it out on social media to distribute um and you know, for entertainment purposes of some of, of such. So right. it's makes a big difference of what you're using it for yeah so if you're using it to get followers <laughs> this is the wrong reason you know you're gonna put it on your facebook see how many likes you get nah that's 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 the wrong reason 
that's the wrong reason. You know, we, you know, we're so ass backwards now that we don't know if we're coming or going. You know, right now is the time to figure it out and get their lives right. They got more than enough time right now to be figuring these out. Right. You know, think about how you're going to better yourself as an individual. Because even still, with, you know, communities being, you know, put basically put on curfew to be inside their homes, mm-hmm. people are Locked still up. out there committing crime. Still kicking in doors. Not realizing the purpose. Right. Still stealing cars. Mm. You know. I don't mind is what? Devil's workshop. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, you're taking a chance to getting getting yourself killed by going to somebody else's house. I mean, I hate to say it, but if you come in my house uninvited, I'm, I'm going to sit you out. <laughs> Don't worry, my pastor put on his thing. He said, there's going to be some, he used Biggie Smalls quote. There's going to be some flower bringing and phones ringing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, come in here, please. I, I, I welcome it. Come on up in here without my invitation. I have to buy new sheets. Because the ones I have now, I'm going to have to use to cover your dead ass. And that's, I mean... And I think a lot of people have been arming themselves like that. But it's like, don't do it. Don't come up in mind trying to take mine because you done lost your way. Go right. to, I'm telling people, don't lose your way. Go seek some help. Because even though we are in the midst of a corona, there are still counselors that are doing virtual... Um, social work and counseling get on the phone with somebody before you go out there and lose your life and put yourself in a situation that doesn't need just because you hurt don't mean you need to be hurting other people hurt people hurt people and you need to put that in the grave itself right because if, if, you, if you're seeking some help get off Pornhub and get you some counseling you know that computer's for something more than, than watching porn <laughs> you know, I mean, it's we got we got it twisted. We really do. Yeah. And hey, I keep mine on my hip everywhere I go. Mm. I believe a lot of people may be. You have to. You can't even pump gas in peace. Yeah, seen plenty of videos on that. You know, people stealing your mail. Waiting for that stimulus check, hoping to get the ones that don't have accounts open who, come in. And I can... Who gonna cash it? Shoot. Your ID won't match the check. Who gonna cash it? Exactly. But they ain't thinking about that. They don't think, <laughs> they don't think past the arm. That's the thing. That's the thing. They don't think past the arm. You know, so it was just. Hey, I guess we might have to just wipe the slate clean and start over, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, all the way. Just all wipe way. it clean. Just get yourself together. Yeah, People. As you can hear, I have my boy, my friend, my Yoda, 
Brian Savage, AK 45 Black. Terrence on the phone with me, and I so appreciate you coming on here. We're gonna conclude, you're gonna end this, round it up with telling the people, if you have one thing that you can tell, I always try to give some form of inspiration. If you have one thing that you could say to the world or somebody right now to encourage them, what would you say? Tell people that you love them. Because we are not promised tomorrow. Yes. Tell people that you love them. Family, friends, you name it. You love them. Yes, amen. Thank you so much. So everybody, as you can see, we talked about an array of things, a whole range from anything that uh, in our injuries, illness, community, neglect. You know, we talked about grief, neglect, and, you know, things that, that hurt people, things that, all types of traumas and things that we may be going through in the world right now due to Corona, due to things that happened before Corona, because now we're having to face it and deal with it because we're locked in with the same people that, you know, we might've been having these issues with. And I encourage you uh, to, to just work it out, love each other, find a way to get past this so that we don't have the different types of you know, reactions of exhaustion, confusion, disassociation, sadness, anxiety, agitation with each other, physical arousal, and blunt effect. We need to not have these things. We need to learn to love in order to survive through this thing. So once, as I said earlier today, uh, before I got on the line with my host, is to I encourage you and I challenge you to keep peace, faith, hope, and love alive. The storm will pass and we will all survive this thing if we love and be strong and encourage each other. So as you know, I'm your girl, Darlene Shante on It Never Happened. If you need to reach me, it is IG on IG or Facebook, it.neverhappened. Or on Twitter is Darlene Shante. And if you want to, you could um, come on my show. You want to talk to me or you want to just talk about anything that we talked about today. You could also email me on it. I'm sorry. It, um, it never happened. Taboo talk at gmail.com. Um, um, AK black, tell them how they can reach you. Um, you can reach me through my email. Um, kazoo, K-A-Z-O-O-T-D at gmail.com. Or you can uh, actually leave a message on my podcast and I'll um, reach out to you leave me your information I'll contact you and um, if need be we'll bring you on and you can uh, actually discuss it with me on open forum yes so open forum both ways always you heard how to get in touch with him you heard how to get in touch with me and if you're going through some mental hot um mental breakdown if you're going through some kind of abuse or physical fears of anything that you're going through as I say you know I, I try to encourage all of the types of help that you can get mental hotline nationwide treatment is 844-395-1271 national hope line network is 1-800-442-4673 and even through the crisis they are still operating and available 365 days a week somebody will call you back or answer that line and help you out so as we said thank you for joining us on this day on this day of april 12th and we hope that you have an amazing day. Take care of each other, love each other, and get, let's get through this thing together. We are out. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.